welcome back to the What Is Life Dude podcast. We are Eric and Sarah. Welcome back, friends. I hope you are all doing well on this lovely Wednesday or whenever you're listening to it. <laughs> Maybe it's a different lovely Wednesday. Right. Maybe it's not the Wednesday that comes out. Yep. So today we are doing something similar to the episode we did uh, several months ago where we talked about our Myers-Briggs personality types. And today we're going to be taking an Enneagram, Enneagram <laughs> personality test. There's one that's a paid version that's like the official from the Enneagram Institute. We are not doing that. We're doing the free version. We're using the one on truity.com. And we're going to get basic results. Yeah. Because you can pay, I guess, for a more comprehensive mm -hmm. uh, overview. Yeah. Right. Can, I, can I say something else real quick? Mm -hmm. After the last episode when we recorded, you commented how you talk really softly at the beginning. And then I get louder. And then you get louder. And as soon as you started talking, I was like, she's doing it. Yeah. She, I mean, it I just get doesn't some, matter. I get worked up, okay? And then I get yeah. gradually louder and louder. I think you just start with your like... Radio person. Yeah, I'm on a podcast. Hello. Yes. And then eventually you're just like, I'm me. <laughs> I'm talking. Right. Anyway, I think it's cute. Yeah. So I've taken the official Enneagram test many, many, many moons ago. And I don't know how often these things change over the course of a lifetime. I know like Myers-Briggs types are fairly static. Uh, so I'm, I remember my results, but I'm eager to see if they're the same. So we're actually going to be taking the test on air today. And Eric's never taken his test. I've never taken it, but I was listening to the podcast Ear Biscuits. And the Enneagram comes up kind of often on their podcast. Yeah. And Rhett was talking about how he's an Enneagram 3 which he was saying is called a performer. Mm -hmm. I think it might be called something differently, like officially. Right. Yeah, there are nine personality types here in the Enneagram system. Yeah, but the context he was talking about his type in, I was listening to it and I was like, I think that's what I'm going to get. I think I'm going to be a three. Because in their context, he was talking about he, he was talking about going to therapy and his experience and how he felt certain ways about it. And I was like, huh, I've also had a similar experience. Yep. And I'm just like, I think I might be the same one. So that's my guess before we start. I think I'm going to be a three right. or something similar to a three. Uh -huh. I don't know what they really are, but. Okay. So I already know what my type was last time at least and i i expect it to be the same but if you guys want to take a guess what you think each of us are uh, neither of us really knows that much about the enneagram uh, system so you know i know there are a lot of people who are super enthusiastic about it um i don't know take a guess leave us a dm what you think we are before you listen to the episode pause the podcast <laughs> guess and come back yeah, and by the way, you can contact us. You can contact us each individually on Instagram through DM or whatever. We also have um, a joint Instagram, which is for our band, but it's at Cute Threat. Um, and then if you ever want to send us a question or a topic recommendation, you can reach us through our email account, whatislifedudeshow at gmail.com. And before we get into this Enneagram test, we want test? Quiz? Yeah. Test, <laughs> sounds, test sounds so negative. You know what I mean. It's a personality test. Before we get into it, we want to thank our supporters on Anchor. Um, we have a few people who support us with a monthly donation, and you can do the same if you feel so inclined. That would We'd be very grateful. So shout out to Inga Pfeiffer, Alexis May, Kevin Dooley, Nina Schmidt, Anna Durica, Sarah Creighton, and 
this person's name just says I I S Y I Z I C. If you're listening, DM us and I'll say your name correctly <laughs> next time. Yeah, but um, I, I tried. Yeah, but thank so you thank so you to much. all of you. We really do appreciate it. We put the money into our joint account, which only has money from Anchor, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and we use a hundred percent of it for like our music projects. So anytime we've ever needed like a new plugin or to pay fees to get our music on our hosting, that's what we use the money for. Yeah. So thank you for yeah. supporting our podcast and our, our dreams. Art. Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, I'm just going to jump in here real quick and tell you that most of this episode is us taking the Enneagram quiz and discussing the questions as we go. If you want to skip to the results we got and the discussion we had about the results, you can skip to the one hour, two minute and 30 second mark and it'll get you there. Okay, bye. All right, should we get into it? Let's do it. I'm going right. to switch tabs. <laughs> So again, we are using the Truity.com Enneagram test. This is just the first one that popped up on Google results when I typed in free Enneagram <laughs> test. <laughs> Ready? And um, so it goes, so it just has um, statements. I don't know how many questions there are, but it gives you statements and then it gives you five options from inaccurate to neutral to accurate. Yeah, it's like a one to five scale. All right. So let's do this like we did the Myers-Briggs, where we kind of just alternate. Yeah. We alternate asking the question. Sure. Wait. I don't know if we took the test live on air. I think only I did. Yeah? I don't remember. Anyway. It's been a while. It's been a while. It has. All right, number one, I strive for perfection. You go first. <laughs> I'm going um, to go box four, which is... So there. how do we even... Yeah, I would say, so there's five options. I would just say, like, neutral is, like... Neutral yes, is three. No, yeah. And then um, four. Yeah, yeah, let's do numbers. Yeah. Right? Okay, so I'm a four out of five. Five being the most... Very accurate. That's the most accurate uh, trait. Yes. Okay, so I'm a four out of five. Strive for perfection. I would say I'm a five because I am crazy and it prevents me from getting things done. And I, I think there's <laughs> there are some things where I feel like I'm a perfectionist, but... Mm-hmm. it's not everything so i didn't want to put five out of five right there are some things i'm a stickler about but not everything yeah want me to keep reading them sure you want to it doesn't matter okay <laughs> number two i work hard to be helpful to others i'm gonna say three i'm gonna neutral. say three also because yeah. it's like i i really enjoy being helpful to people when the opportunity presents itself but i've never been like um I've never identified strongly with like being an altruist or anything. I don't go out and seek opportunities to help people necessarily. Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. It is important to me that other people like me. <clears throat> Five. Yeah, I would agree. It's it's like it, it's um it's kind of a hard question to answer because it's like I do things that I know are polarizing, but in my day-to-day life when I'm encountering people, I really don't like to do things that make them unhappy or make them argue with me. So, yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm all about that self-esteem. Right. <laughs> and I only I'm only rude to people if it's um if it's warranted. Sure. Like I'll stand up for myself, but I'll always be respectful and nice just as a baseline. Right. You know, cuz mm-hmm. I'm like like me it is important to me to achieve great things. We're both going to say five out of five. Yeah. Right? I just was drilled into me so early. I, that goes along with the perfectionism, you know? Mm. I've always wanted to do... 
I don't even know if the word is great, but I've always wanted to do different things Impactful. than other people. Yeah, I've wa- I've wanted to make things that could be consumed after I die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I've always had this dream of people telling me like, "Oh, your music saved my life." Mm. Like that kind of thing. Okay. So, 5 out of 5. You know, we're just megalomaniacs here. No yeah. big. No big. <laughs> uh, I make more significant contributions than the average person. Hmm. Uh, what do they mean it's by hard that? To, yeah, it's hard to gauge that. Um, I mean, I don't want to... I wouldn't say five because I have a small YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, I want to say four because I I make content with that goal in mind Mm -hmm. and i think just by nature of being on social media not that it's like better or worse than jobs that are like more like quiet or -hmm. behind the scenes but like i think my job is to impact people you know yeah i think your job is to make contributions to people right yeah yeah i put i put three because i don't i feel like I, i i hope in the future It'll be a five when I'm like, ah, oh, people listen to my music. Right. So many people listen to it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for right now, I'm just, I'm trying. So I'm going to put it right in the middle of three. Sure. All right. You want to read some? I feel my emotions very deeply. Five. Five. <laughs> <laughs> my entire world is emotional. It's not always, it's not always great for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for <laughs> our answers to, to differ. To differ. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they will. Yeah. At some point. All right, because well, it's interesting because I have no, I don't know that much about how much um, Enneagram codes for like introversion and extroversion, right? Because I know that's one area where we really vary. Mm-hmm. I'm so. sure the questions will get to something like that. Yeah, I have a sense that other people will never truly understand me. Hmm. It's hard to like you know it's hard to answer these kind of like honest like ob- there's like answers I. would I'd know immediately if I were just taking this personally alone. Yeah. But sometimes it's hard to be honest about the fact that like you have certain feelings, right? Right. I've always felt like people don't understand. Are you going to put five for that? I'm going to put five. I'm going to put, (laughs) I'm going to put four for that because I feel like it's not, it's not everyone. Mm -hmm. I definitely, I would assume you would put five. I would think that. (laughs) Um, I think there are a mix of people who I feel like understand me and Mm -hmm. people who don't. Right. Like I've talked with my therapist about this mm-hmm. and I feel like sometimes with my family, I feel like I'm just kind of a black sheep. Yeah. And I always say things that my family are like, what? What, <laughs> what are you talking about? And I'm like, right. it's exist- it's existential. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, we just don't really think like that. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put a four. Right. I Yeah. I'm making this based on just my experience with mental illness. Yeah. I just, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's the same with my family. I've always felt very different. Like I relate most probably to my dad and everyone else I I don't know has had the same has the same thoughts. There are just things that I think about on a daily basis mm-hmm. that I wouldn't bring up in conversation with 99% of people in my life. Absolutely. So, yeah. And just, and those are some things that I like say to the barista at Starbucks and they're mm-hmm. like, "Ha, what?" <laughs> and I'm like, I shouldn't say that to random strangers because they don't know what I mean. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think deeply about things. 
Let's say it on three. One, two, three, five. five too deeply, as in I am having a panic attack in the car right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, not right now. But, but you put five, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I did too. I mean, that's that's why we have the podcast, right? The podcast is for us to... Process things. Yeah. We just... It's called What is Life, Dude? Because we're always thinking about things so deeply mm. that we're like... It always circles it back around to like, what is happening? Yeah. Uh, I wonder if there's anyone who would say no. Are there people who are just right. like, no, I'm just, a f- I'm free. I'm just chilling. I'm just doing whatever the hell I want. And I'm not. Yeah. You know what I mean? I well, because like- I, th- I think at first glance, that question comes off like the higher you answer, the smarter you are. Mm-hmm. But that's really not true, right? It's no. like a, it's like an obsession Yeah, there's, thing. they could some level of neuroticism there which there is for me and me yeah 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 so i definitely think there would be some people who are like one just like it doesn't matter man we only have one life yeah yeah all right here's one here's this next one i think we'll differ on i'm prepared for any disaster (laughs) i'm gonna put four i'm gonna put one one (laughs) (laughs) we could definitely answer for each other yeah yeah okay why'd you put one well, it's like I I'd have that overthinking issue where I'm like very scared of certain things, but I think sometimes I just things stress me out so much that I just don't pre- prepare for them, right? Yeah. It's like I don't know. It, it, I've just never been that person who like I don't have, you know, I, I was in California. I never had an earthquake kit, not since like elementary school. But yeah. Whereas Eric has a machete that he will never use. I've used it camping. For, for splitting wood. Yeah. <laughs> I have a machete. I have a smaller fixed blade knife. I have many, many flip knives. Yeah. Because these are things I think about. I definitely think when we're like older and we buy a house, I can definitely see myself being kind of a prepper. You're going to have an underground bunker full of canned goods. I don't think I'm going to have an underground bunker, but <laughs> I feel like I might have... Are you just saying that so that we throw people off so they don't come trying to uh, <laughs> steal from our underground bunker? Oh, I, mean, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I mean, I feel like at some point, depending on where we live, I might buy a gun to protect ourselves if we ever need it. Right. These are I, I I always think about like worst case scenario, mm. and I put four because I'm not prepared for any disaster, right? Like I have never lived in California yet. I'm currently not prepared <laughs> for an earthquake because it's something I've never had to think about. I will right. be, but I think I've like I'll lay in bed not being able to fall asleep, and I'll think about how I would handle if things if some things went to shit. Right. You know. I Lots also, of zombie movies. <laughs> I hate. See, I hate zombie movies. I hate yeah. horror movies. Yeah. I just don't like thinking about those worst case scenarios. And I trust that if I'm stuck in one, I'll probably be too anxious and scattered to use my preparation effectively. I think you'd rise to the occasion. But yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I also like fantasize sounds a little. Oh, wow. A little extreme. But I definitely think about these things because I feel like I envision myself being a badass Wow! in case something bad happens. Can't you just play Tomb Raider? That's what I'd rather do. <laughs> I'd rather save you from extinction. Or The Last of Us. Ooh, this is a game that's that. been recommended to us so many times. We got to play that. We really ought to. Okay, next. <laughs> okay, baby, keep going. 
It's important to me to avoid pain and suffering at all times. Now that is the question. Mm. Do you know the answer for yourself? Yeah, but I'm not going to answer until you answer. (laughs) It is important to me to avoid pain and suffering at all times. I don't think that's accurate for me. Okay. I think I'm going to put a three. I don't think I'm ever really on either side of that. I'm going to put one because I think sometimes I seek out negative, like painful experiences. Yeah. So that I can, this kind of ties into a a question that's coming up too, but Mm. I very much think that you learn a lot of life's most um, useful lessons. Yeah. By what you go through. Not that I'm like, oh, I'm going to go on a self-destructive bender now. Although I have done that, Um, (laughs) but it wasn't with that in mind. Yeah, if if it was important to me to avoid pain and suffering at all times, I would never like pump iron. Yeah, I would never go to the gym. I would never right. run. I think there are some things that like some people would consider suffering mm-hmm. and other people wouldn't. Right. I mean, like I just like my ayahuasca experience, for example. I mean, like nothing is really worse than what can happen on a bad psychedelic trip. And I mm-hmm. I really do seek those things out. Yeah. I almost, there's this part of my personality that gets a little uncomfortable when things are too comfortable. Like, that's when all my, like, anxiety and depression gets stirred up is I'm like, this is a little too routine here. I mm-hmm. need to fuck some shit up here. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm afraid I'm going to answer a lot of things neutrally because I feel like I'm a neutral person a lot. Well, that's fine. And that's, I feel like that's part of it. That's yeah. part of the personality. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like sometimes I don't know which side I'm on. And I'm like, either way is fine. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that plays out. All right. I seek out experiences that I know will make me feel happy or excited. I'm going to put a four down for that one because I think I'm more likely to seek out experiences like that than avoid the pain and suffering ones. Mm-hmm. So I answered three on the last one and four on this one. Okay. Um, I don't really know how to answer this one. What are you thinking about? I don't know if it's a five or a four because I really do. I'm going to say four because I don't. So I studied psychology. That's what my degree is in. And I had this professor for my cognitive psychology class. She has a TED talk, I think. I think I made you watch it. Her name's Lara Boroditsky. Mm-hmm. And she does a lot of studies about uh, like how emotions and emotional preferences differ between cultures. And it's been shown that like, westerners americans really like we really prefer like excited happy like exuberant like very activated states of emotion whereas like for example i think her example was russians like because she's russian i believe they actually prefer to be a little bit melancholy and like asian cultures prefer to be a little bit more calm like they they don't really seek out exuberance And I think that's kind of like, that's that's me. I don't really like to be like amped up, but I like to feel safe and comfortable. Mm. So I'm going to say four. Okay. Yeah. I get that. Next. All right. I see <laughs> the positive in every situation. You want to answer first? I'm going to say five. I'm going to say five too. I'm shocked. Well, here's the thing. you're grumpy. Well, I, I am grumpy. <laughs> Quispy. <laughs> I 
Shout out Joshua Weissman. Um, I, I, I glanced at that while you were talking about the last one and mm-hmm. I thought about it for a second and I, I see the positive in every situation at some point. Mm. So like maybe not in the moment, but I always, right. I always do. Mm-hmm. And even if I don't say it out loud, because sometimes like there's a Parks and Rec episode where uh, Rashida Jones's character is dating Rob Lowe's character and he's so positive about everything that it pisses her off and she gets really annoyed with him right. because she's like, not everything has to be you like, you don't have to back everything up with like, oh, well, here's the good thing about it. Like sometimes things just suck, you know? So like sometimes it's just better for me to just not say anything, you know? But in my head, I always try to, even if it's like three days later, so that's right. why I put five. Yeah. I mean, I'm the same. I'm like a very spiritual person, I guess. So it kind of goes hand in hand with, again, the question we just answered, which is like, I think I seek out challenging experiences or I welcome them. Maybe if, maybe I don't seek them out, but I welcome them because I know, like, I, I believe that there's some deeper meaning there. That's a, that's a good point. Welcoming it. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to phrase it. Here's one. <laughs> I know exactly how we're going to answer. Okay. I am not afraid to tell someone when I think they are wrong. I'm going to answer one. Wait, sorry. I'm going to answer five, and you're going to answer one. Correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because um, I, Sarah is very conflict-averse, mm-hmm. and I am not in that way. Right. I mean, if, if we were, like, hanging out with someone, and they were like, you know, uh, two plus two is five, I wouldn't say anything. I'd be like, yeah. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'd be like, correct. actually, it's four. For... I wouldn't agree. I would just not. I usually just don't comment if I just don't agree with something. And I literally can't. I can't contain it. <laughs> I'm like, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even e- what? We're going to say the same thing. I mean, even when people are like openly mean to me, I won't disagree. Mm. I'll just be like, that kind of hurt my feelings. <laughs> I mean, for like, even when it's like politics stuff. And I know, like, no one's opinion gets changed about politics, and I just, like, shouldn't say anything to my family members who I disagree with politically. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I still do. Mm-hmm. Because that's, uh, you know, it's impossible for me. And that's why we're <laughs> taking this test. Okay, next one. I let other people make the decisions. I'm going to answer two. Usually, I am the person that makes the decisions. Yeah, this is a hard question to answer for me because I feel like the dynamic in our relationship is so different than how I am every other situation so i feel like in our relationship we kind of split decisions Mm -hmm. but i'll make more like mundane decisions like what are we eating like and you'll make bigger decisions like yeah i don't know i feel like it's hard to it's hard to like contextualize all of these things within our relationship Mm -hmm. because when you're in such a deep long-term relationship your personality is not the same Mm -hmm. as it would be outside of it Right, because right? you your relationship is like its own little universe, right? Where you do everything together in some way, <laughs> yeah. Right, so like Sarah and I don't make the same decisions, or sorry, Sarah and I don't make decisions the same way. If like I were at work mm-hmm. and they were like, "Who's making the decision?" I'd be like, "I'm gonna do it because I think this is right." Mm-hmm. That doesn't work in a romantic relationship right. all the time. So like for us, it's it's a it's like a little microcosm. Yeah. I'm going to say five because I, I mean, like, 
I wouldn't let someone make a decision for me that I thought was dangerous to me. Mm. But if it's like, where are we meeting for lunch? Where are we like, yeah. how are we spending our time on this vacation? Or Like all of those little things, like I will, I prefer to let other people make decisions that don't mm-hmm. impact me in some grave manner. Yeah. I agree yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. All right. We're on to page two. I have no idea how many pages there are. (laughs) We're going to find out. (laughs) Yeah. I appreciate having rules that people are expected to follow. Five. Um, um, I'm going to say two. Yeah. Because (laughs) I just feel like the party situation or like how it is when friends come over is like, it just says a lot about our personalities. Mm -hmm. Because you're like, I want people to show up when I say you're going to show up and we're going to do it this way and we're going to play these games. And I'm just like, you know, just show up whatever you want. You want to use, you want to eat my food in my fridge, fine. Like, I just. Yeah, like last year, one of our friends. So usually what we do uh, when our friends come over is everyone's outside (laughs) and I say, okay, we're all going to grill stuff. So just bring stuff to grill. I don't even like pre-corona i'd be like i don't want people wandering around the house like if you have to use the bathroom yeah go use the bathroom Mm -hmm. like like i don't want people cooking in the kitchen like sarah's gonna be making stuff just bring stuff that you can grill and everyone's gonna stay outside and like last year one of my friends brought like a box of mashed potatoes he's like can i cook this in your kitchen i'm like i I literally specifically asked (laughs) that this doesn't happen and now you need to borrow fucking butter and fucking milk and like a pot and i'm oh, like yeah, vegan mac and uh mashed potatoes then yeah delightful but i'm just so like that's a great example of me just like <laughs> really if i'm making the rules would you please just follow them <laughs> right i mean i i i agree with you i i will like back up your rules do you know what i mean but yeah. i i typically don't create my own right yeah yeah and it's very if you're wondering you're thinking that must call that must cause for a very interesting relationship dynamic <laughs> you're right it does <laughs> and it's we think it's a great thing yeah i'm concerned about security more than anything else this has changed for me a little yeah this one's hard to answer because it's like you, you're kind of aware of like what your natural tendency is and mine is like five absolutely i'm afraid of not being safe because mm-hmm. of how i was raised but also you know, I don't avoid da- like painful situations. So it's like, I'm going to put three. Yeah, I think I'm going to put three for that too. Because I feel like I used to be more uptight about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm less so. I'm more go with the flow nowadays. Right. So maybe I'm actually going to put four instead of three. Yeah. I mean, we've both learned, Eric and I just happen to both really value like comfort and security and we like have dreams of having like like a nice house and a comfortable like a luxury apartment (laughs) um but it's not to the point where i'm gonna go back and work at like at an office job to get there do you know what i mean you've never seen two people want an apartment so badly (laughs) (laughs) having had a house for uh rented a house for a couple years i'm just like i'm ready to not mow a lawn even Mm -hmm. though i don't do it (laughs) come on hoa fuck me up (laughs) okay i think a lot about what will happen in the future 
five. Five. <laughs> yeah, we're both we're both future thinkers. Yeah. And I think it's a I think it's usually positive. I'm always envisioning like, oh, what are what's it gonna be like in California? Like mm-hmm. when we can play shows again, we're gonna start playing shows and we're gonna get famous and it's gonna be amazing and right. I'd always think about those kind of things. Yeah. I mean I think it's a good thing because we both like have goals and, and dreams and they're mm-hmm. big. Sometimes it it is difficult because it makes it hard for me to be satisfied with, I will never be satisfied, um, with what I have. And it just, it feels like happiness is just this moving target sometimes. But that is true. Both of us talk about the future a lot. They say happiness is a journey, not a destination. Mm -hmm. And that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So both fives on that. Okay. I'm sure we're both going to put five for this next one. Are you? clicked it. I wouldn't. Oh, uh, actually. Here's okay, the thing. Okay, you so read. the question is, or the, the statement is, I don't fit in with ordinary people. And no, no, you make a good point. I think Eric fits in with everyone is the thing about his personality. Because. I, I think internally I don't. But what you're, that's, <laughs> see, that's why I'm glad I'm taking it with you. Because you're right. Externally, I do fit in with people because I can adjust. Eric will talk to anyone, anywhere. It's it's really funny, I think. You just totally <laughs> changed my answer by having me see it from a different perspective. Oh. I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's not that you like told me new facts. Mm-hmm. You just reminded me like, hey, you do though. Like right. you do fit like, hey, remember how you talk to everyone? Because in my mind I'm like, no one thinks like me. <laughs> but on the outside I'm like, hey everyone, I'm gonna schmooze you up yeah so yeah i think you're right i feel like you're good at finding common ground with pretty much anyone i put two instead of five i want to put (laughs) four yeah because it's like like here's the thing you have a lot of friends anytime we hang out with your friends i think i'm not like a fucking weirdo and they're like what the hell is in this girl's brain i feel like i'm good at like going under the radar because i just don't say that much mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah but i feel like it's not just like ordinary it's like everyone like i've just always had trouble fitting in because i am such an um i'm just i've always dealt with social anxiety so it's like i would always be the last one picked for anything i like i just never had a lot of friends and it's not it's just because of my anxiety i think and be being like a very introverted person yeah but it's 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 gotten better. I feel like it definitely has. I'm better. At, I just get so anxious about small talk that it makes me worse at small talk. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. So I'm putting four. <laughs> there is rarely a good reason for changing how things are done. Oof. <laughs> um, mm, I'm putting two. I think a lot. I think oftentimes there's a good reason for changing how things are done. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's a that's a weird statement. Yeah, it's just like trying to code for I guess your your traditionalism and like your sense of routine. I guess. Yeah, I think some things are 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 good the way they are. Yeah. But I also think a lot of things need changing. I'm putting one Mm-mm, government. I'm putting one because I like changing things just for the sake of changing things. Yeah. Like, I don't like ordering the same things at a restaurant. I don't like really going to the same restaurant over and over again. What Sarah says about herself is, this bitch loves novelty. I do. It's that Gemini rising and Venus in Gemini. 
Yeah, I just, I like, it's weird because I like safety and comfort, but it's like, I want to have new experiences all the time. I want to travel a lot when we're able to. I just, I won't watch the same movie twice. (laughs) You really Um, won't? I hate, I just like, I hate doubling experiences. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. I always finish my chores. (laughs) Five for me. (laughs) One? Another thing where we're <laughs> very, very different. Yeah. I even if even if I don't finish my chores like in that moment, I'll always plan to be like, well, I could do this tomorrow morning instead. Right. I always have a plan for these. Eric things. does his laundry every Sunday. Sunday. Yep. I do my laundry when I run out of socks. <laughs> She's like, I don't have any toe socks left. <laughs> I need to do laundry. I'm like wearing them inside out. I'm like, fuck, gotta do laundry. <laughs> Um, and i offer i offer i'm like i'll put your laundry in right after mine on sundays and she's like i i don't i don't know where my half the half of it in the basket and the other half is on the floor and she always has three pairs of socks in the bed like that she takes off in the middle of the night and then she has three pairs in the couch cushions that she takes off and they just like because i have three feet that's why (laughs) for context three pairs um Right, so it's only two pairs of three. I got it. <laughs> two pair. Two pair of three. Um, yeah, so that's yeah, that's part of it. Uh, next one. I'm always trying to be a better person. Four. I'm going to put <laughs> neutral. Really? Because, you know, it sounds good to say yes, but I don't think I think about it that much. I think I'm trying to grow, like, I don't know, like, what does it mean to be a better person? When I hear that, I think, like, morally. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm always trying to grow. Uh, I'm, like, trying to learn piano. I'm trying to be a good vocalist. I'm trying to read. And, I think like, that's a better person. Is I think, it? I think because for you, that's going to fulfill you and make you happier. And for you, that's better. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's why I put four because I just have I have some moments of um, <clears throat> hating myself. Sure. And I've been trying to turn those into like, okay, well, how can I improve instead of beating myself up? Hmm. And I've been trying to have those moments of clarity. So All I right. put four. Well, okay. Then I'm going to put five. If the definition of trying to be a better person is just learning and growing because I'm obsessed so. with those things. I think that, that what's throwing me off is that I don't necessarily, I'm thinking like morality here and I yeah, don't it's not necessarily... like giving to charity. Yeah. But I, see, now I'm like, I wonder if like that interpretation is part of the answer. I think it is. Answer. Yeah. I mean, like giving to charity doesn't make you a better person. You can still do be- Like, it's just so uh, subjective. Yeah, I guess like, that's Like you true. can do bad things and give to charity. Okay. Like I- Bill Gates is trying to microchip all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> okay. Well, then I changed it to five because I am always trying to, I'm obsessed with growth. I, really, I, I truly am. And that's what I thought you would say. And I'm putting four underneath you because sometimes I hate myself instead. I check carefully for mistakes and errors. Ooh, I check carefully for mistakes and errors. I'm going to put a four. I feel like most of the time I, I do, but sometimes mm-hmm. I'm a little scatterbrained. <laughs> you know, I'm going to say um, two. Really? Because it's weird. It's weird because I am a perfectionist with certain things. But with everything else, there's MasterCard. But with everything else, I will just kind of like throw it out there and run away from it because it stresses me out. Does that make sense? I'm just picturing you like 
not checking for typos and i'm like you always check for typos no i, I just don't make them because i'm perfect right no um, i mean i mean i'm gonna put two because it's just it's just not something that i think about a lot okay do you know what i mean yeah do you know what i, mean? I okay. feel you i like to be around people who i can help <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> that's i don't know what do you think um I'm going to put five because the way I'm interpreting it is I like being useful. Mm -hmm. So my, like, I like being around my grandparents when they're like, my phone won't charge. And I'm like, I can fix that. I can fix that. So mm -hmm. I, that's how I'm interpreting it. What about you? All right. Um, you know, it's hard because I don't really like. Okay. So it goes back to the earlier question. If there's someone in the room with me and they need help i will help them however i don't really like to feel compelled to help people mm. i think maybe you've noticed this about me is that like i very i'm kind of like possessive of my things and of my time so i'm i'm gonna say <laughs> i'm gonna say three because it's like but i like creating things on my terms that might help people i don't like running errands for people i don't really want to like derail my plans for the day to do something nice for someone yeah but if what if the stuff that i make for me happens to help someone then that's very fulfilling for me right i put five because i feel like when i help people with things they like me more i would say five for you too because even at your job you liked being the problem solver mm -hmm. and i'm not yeah i'd rather stay out of it the next one is kind of uh makes me feel the same way about myself I like to feel that I am an important person in my social groups. Mm -hmm. I'm putting five for that too. I'm putting three. Yeah. Because I just, I just always have this sensation of just floating, just existing. And I'm like, oh, I'll make this song. I'll make this video. But I've never, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yeah. I'm just there. <laughs> I'd rather you be nice to me if you're there too. But I don't, I really don't actually like, like being the center of things. Yeah. I'm trying to think about, I'm trying to be like that less, but I currently am not. So I put five. Well, I think it's good if it makes you do productive, helpful, nice things. If that's your motive, then that's fine. Right. right? I think, I think I've always been a five when it comes to that, but right. I'm learning how to not be a jackass also. Right. right. Like if, if I don't, if I'm not the important person in the social group at the party, right. I'm not going to like dance around like a monkey just mm -hmm. to get attention. Okay. anymore dad for my dad for my dad for me yeah <laughs> it is important to me to be successful five five <laughs> yeah we're both fives uh next sure the organizations i belong to would not function well without me i'm putting two because i'm not a part of any organizations but i mean but when i used to work at my job i did good work and i was useful and i don't think people I don't know. I don't think I'm necessarily that easy to replace. It's hard because, like, what organizations are we a part of? Now it's just like... Shoot threat. Yeah, this relationship. Right. We're in a... We're in a... We, we don't like... We don't like to say band. Yeah. We're in a duo together. A duo. And, like, yeah, obviously it wouldn't function without either, either of us or else mm -hmm. we would just be solo artists or something. So it's kind of... Yeah. I'll put three because I feel like... I feel like when I left my job or talked about leaving my job, mm -hmm. I was like, they're going to be fine, but it's going to take them a while to figure out what I do at work. 
Sure. Um, so I'm right in the middle like for me. Like play cookie clicker. Like play cookie clicker. <laughs> I often feel overtaken by my emotions. I'm putting five because it, I have depression and sometimes I don't get anything done because of it. That's a good point. <laughs> I was thinking more like short term for myself. Right. Because you don't have like pervasive moods yeah. that last months and months. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to put four because it's not as extreme for me. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, yeah, I'm a four there. I have always felt different from other people. I don't remember what the first question was, but it's pretty similar to that, right? Yeah. Ordin- ordinary people don't understand me was the uh, other one. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. All right. Well, you got to know I'm going to say five because I've felt weird since I was a small child. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put four because, again, not as extreme as you. Yeah. But I've always felt like I was kind of an outsider. Mm-hmm. Like when I wore eyeliner on Halloween in middle school to look like one of the guys from My Chemical Romance. (laughs) So like, yeah, I felt a little different than other people. I like to analyze things from every angle. Hmm. Oof. I try to do that. I don't know if I'm ever really successful. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm going to say four. I don't really identify as like an analytical like person in a logical way, but I do like... I try to look at things from every side. It's very hard for me to say something's right or wrong. I'm going to put three because I feel like I I just don't feel like I do that very well, nor, nor do I feel like I'm bad at it. But I feel like oftentimes like you or my dad, it's like, hey, have you thought about this option? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I thought I, I thought I thought about all of them, yeah. but I, I really didn't. Right. And I think you're better at that than me. Well, Eric's very um like fast moving. Yeah. Like for me for you like the time between conceiving of an idea and executing it is te- it tends to be much less than than for me. Right, I just I do things. Mm-hmm. Which works out most of the time. Yeah. But I always have a plan for what I would do if things go wrong. That's disagree. Similar to the the survival prep question. Mhm. Um, so I'm going to say four because I usually think about these kinds of things. I'm going to say one. Yeah. Same reason as the other question. Mm-hmm. Let me know if you want to harp on anything or all, cause like questions like these that are kind of similar to the other ones, I feel like we don't need to explain as much. Sure. Right. Yeah. I avoid situations that bring up negative feelings. Again, I'm going to put disagree. Yeah. I'm going to put two. So not a hard disagree, but a soft disagree. Right. It's it. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before, but Eric's been listening to or watching a lot of videos by Yes Theory. And I don't know how to describe their YouTube channel that well, but they do like their their motto is seek discomfort. Just go out of your comfort zone and you make meaningful connections and learn a lot about yourself by doing that. So I think that's something that we both try to live by. Yeah. Which brings us to the next question or statement which is i seek excitement i'm gonna put three i don't feel like i seek it i'm gonna put three as well because i don't i so we were talking at your birthday party with our friend jenna and she's like oh i love skydiving i love like haunted houses like i'm like that's like the thrill seeking sort of mentality that i've never identified with right i'm like i want to feel like comfortable in my body but i do like doing new things Mm -hmm. but like i wouldn't excitement's not usually the word i'd use yeah i mean it's like that's a that's a good example skydiving 
Mm-hmm. Like skydiving's like if someone if someone was like, "Hey, do you want to go skydiving?" Like there's this place here mm-hmm. and like if I had the money, like I, like I wouldn't save up money to go skydiving, right? But if I like if the money wasn't an issue and one and Jeremy was like, "Hey, do you want to go skydiving?" I'd be like, "Sure, let's try it." And I would do it, but I wouldn't <laughs> go out of my way cuz there are some people who like, "Oh, I'm saving up money so I could, mm-hmm. you know, go skydiving or something else." Yeah. So I wouldn't do that, but I would do it. And so I'm that's like, not seeking it. Nah, bitch. Never. Thank you. I'll wait here. <laughs> I'll be home with the fuzzy blanket. Okay. <laughs> All right. There's six pages. And we're on three. three. Okay, let's let's speed it up. Let's hurry it up. How long have we been going? 44 minutes. Damn, girl. Okay. I think a lot of them will start to be kind of like different versions of the same questions right. from now. And I think it's good because sometimes there's that like ambiguity. And I think these kind of weed out. Like they really get you. They, they get the clarity. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. You read. I'm good at seeing the bright side of things when others complain. I'm going to say five. And it. I feel like sometimes it annoys you. Because <laughs> I'm always like, can you just calm down? Can you just see right. it this way? And I'm like, can I just be annoyed? But when others complain, uh, I'm going to say four. Mm. But it, again, it's one of those, it goes back to that other question where I'm like, well, I don't always want to say it because the person complaining doesn't want to hear it. Usually okay. they want things to just be annoying. Yeah. All right. I don't hesitate to call people out when they're behaving badly. Five. Don't be an asshole. I'll tell you you're an asshole. Disagree. One. <laughs> I go along with what other people want. That's going to be a two for me, dog. I'm going to say five. I'll do whatever. <laughs> these, like, are all, these are these all call back to the, the prior ones. Yeah, I just think about like a group of people like deciding where to go to dinner. And they're like, yeah, I think we're going to go to a steakhouse. And I'm like, um, okay. I'll get a salad with no dressing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right, next one. People <laughs> should follow the rules instead of doing what they feel like doing. Ugh, it really depends on the situation. <laughs> Because I think some rules are stupid and meant to be broken. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go three because I, I think it depends. I'm going to go two because, I mean, I don't I follow rules because I don't like to fight with people. But I, I don't know. I, I love me some good uh, rebellion. It, it, it truly just depends, right? Because if mm-hmm. it's like, wear a mask when you're out in public. I'm like, yeah, I mean, just like, yeah, I don't know, just, just put it on your face. Like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But if it's like, oh, well, you know, one of the, another rule is like, don't do shrooms because they're illegal. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, well, yeah, but like, I'm, I'm not harming anyone. I'm not even potentially harming anyone if I microdose shrooms. Sure. So like, yeah, break the rule. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I seek out relationships that offer me some type of protection. Ooh, protection? That's going to be a one. I don't feel like that at all. I'm putting five. Yeah. Because, I don't know, I feel like I, it's like the gender stereotype thing is, I, I can acknowledge that they don't apply to other people, but I think just because of how I was raised, I've always identified with being a female. Mm-hmm. And I tend to gravitate towards more like f- stereotypically female behaviors in relationships. So right. I, I, le- I really need the feeling of being protected. And I feel the opposite cool <laughs> i can clearly visualize what could happen in the future i'm gonna put four because i try but some you're not always right i'm putting two yeah because i i do like visualization practices but you know nothing that i've ever visualized has actually happened so i'm always very 
I can visualize multiple futures is what I'm saying. So I'm not really tied to any of them as long as I feel the way I want to. Right. I try to visualize what I want. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Average people often find me a bit weird. Let's say it together now. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what average people find. I don't know what they think about me because they don't talk to me. Well, Um, I was going to say for you, it might not be five because you don't open your mouth as much as me. But for me, it's always a five because... Eric's always saying some something weird. I think I'm going to say four. Four because I look weird. Mm-hmm. As in, my hair is bright pink. <laughs> I mean, I just think of like like when I worked in the warehouse and people from the office would come down and mm-hmm. walk in and like I'd meet them. Cause we just, I just meet new people who work there all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd I would just be like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's all simulation anyway, right? And they're like, what? <sighs> just like little things. And like, yeah, you're weird. Yeah, but I think, like, I'm good at being normal. Like, if you introduce me to your parents, I'm not going to be, like, weird. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm going to play that, like, domestic role mm-hmm. f- for strangers. Yeah. They know you better now, though. <laughs> I like to do things as I've always done them. One. I'm going to put four because that's mostly true, but I'm trying to go with the flow a little more, yeah. as I've said. Eric is a very routine-driven man. Yeah. I persist until a task is done. One. Five. (laughs) I spend time trying to discover and correct my faults and weaknesses. Five. (sighs) That's what therapy is, my friend. I know. I'm going to put a three (laughs) because I feel like I used to be a one, and I'm creeping towards five. All right. But I feel like right now I'm at a three because I'm trying, but sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to be. I hold a woman. myself to very high Excuse standards. Excuse me, I was singing. Okay. Do you want to um, finish your, your tune? No, I hold myself to very high standards. Five? Five. Five for both of us. I'm a natural caretaker. <laughs> I'm going to put two for myself. See, I'm going to put five. Yeah. Because I, I don't want to be a mom right now, but. I mean, we threw a going away party and I spent most of the time in the kitchen making snacks. Yep. And I like preparing things. This is so weird because it's like I don't seek out opportunities to help people really, but I just can't like not do it if yep. the opportunity's there. <laughs> well, it's funny that you're, you feel so driven to do that, but then when people are like, <laughs> Sarah, the spring rolls are amazing. You're like, oh, don't compliment me in public. I'm, I feel uncomfortable. Were you, were you there when they were talking about that? I Someone definitely James said. James and Robbie were like, Robbie was like, oh, this these cupcakes are so good. And James is like, it's just really funny the way she reacts when you yeah. compliment her. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> right. Kill me. <laughs> I don't. I, I put a two because I'm not like, I'm not a one. I'm not like a heartless yeah. person. Like if you feel sick, like I'll like rub your head and try to make you feel better. But see, I, 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 especially for you, I feel like I really like do. I like to make you food so that you can keep like working on a song. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll do most of the grocery shopping. I usually pick what we're eating. I like being taken care of. I made your hair look fancy. <laughs> I gave him a forty-five minute massage last Next night. Qu- <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I want people to admire me. Five. Um. You know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say five. Yeah. 
not in like I don't want to hear about it. But I want people to see what I accomplish and make and and feel like they can do something too. Right. Yeah. I got it. I want to achieve a lot in my life. I think we're both going to say five. Yeah. (laughs) This next one. If I'm honest, I feel that I'm a bit better than other people. Uh, Oh, a bit. A bit better than other people. I mean, I'm affirmative. (laughs) But see, it's hard because it's like all I have is in reference is like like where I came from. Mm -hmm. And I'm really proud of my progress. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm proud of not getting angry at people all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm proud of... There are just things about my personality that I like that I don't... I didn't see growing up. So... I'm going to put four because yeah. I feel like that's true, but you know, I'm also not someone that like mm-hmm. measures what what that means in like wealth or like, yeah, if you, if you're like, oh, well, the more money you make, the better you are. And then like, sure, I'm at the bottom of the list. Right. Or not the bottom, but I'm not a CEO. I'm not the CEO of Apple. No. You know? No. So, okay. Four. <laughs> I feel a deep sense of grief for what I have lost. One? I'm going to say three. Okay. Because it comes in waves for me. Yeah. And I I feel like overwhelmed by grief sometimes. And then sometimes I'm like, no, I'm totally fine. Mm. Like, I don't, I never really cried when my dad died. Um, But sometimes when I think about it, it makes me feel like life isn't fair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I feel grief for other people more than myself. I think you do too. And I think that I I feel grief for things I haven't lost yet. As in like sometimes I think about like how I love you so much and mm-hmm. I think about how much it would be terrible if I lost you. Yeah. And that's almost worse than what I've actually lived through. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think I think there's like there's only a few things or people that I could lose that would make me that would like crush me, crush me. Mm-hmm. And I think for the most part, I just, un- I feel like I tend to understand that things happen. Mm-hmm. Like when my 90 something year old grandparents pass away, eventually I'll be very upset, but I'm, I understand that that's what happens. Right. So I, I, so I put, I put one for that. All right. I'm an unusual sort of, mm, I am an unusual sort of person. I tried I'm... to say it in an unusual and funny. <laughs> right. Right. Five. Yeah, I'll put five. We're unusual I people. I yeah. I take time to understand things more deeply than most people do. You know See, I identify someone who thinks deeply about things, but like I said, does anyone not? I'm gonna put three because I I don't know what other people's experiences are like. I put four for the same reason. Mm-hmm. But I picked four instead of three. Yeah. I just think we all process things differently. So should we like pause and just take the next three pages and then see what our answers are? Um, instead of doing them all on air? What do you think? Sure. We don't have to. We can keep we can keep flying. We could just have a long episode. Let's just let's just leave it on and we're gonna let's go ahead and we'll leave the microphones on. We'll answer the remaining questions, and if any of them pop out to us that we as discuss. interesting and not repetitive, then we'll jump back in. All right. All right.
I feel most comfortable in organizations with a clear hierarchy. Wow, you got down there so fast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're not there yet. Talk to me. I said no. Because here's the thing is that I don't, I think the reason why it's like on the one hand, I will go with what people want to do. And I think that because I know that about myself, that's why I don't work for other people because mm -hmm. I don't want to. I want to make my own decisions, but I can't, I, I'm bad at setting boundaries. So I'm like, yeah. oh, I have to be self-employed. I don't have a massive like social group. Do you know what I mean? I put, I put two because I, I just, I have this thing with like, yo, you think you're better than me? Mm -hmm. And like, I understand that companies need to have like people in charge and middle management and then the scrubs in the warehouse <clears throat> like me. <laughs> and that fucking just pisses me off sometimes. Just like, you're don't tell me what to do. I'm like, but you work for me. And I'm like, don't tell me what to do. Right. Which is why I don't work for anyone anymore. Okay. Yeah. I would I agree. I feel that little rebellious thing. Yeah. When you get here, let's talk about it. I focus on my responsibilities and duties. Okay. I focus on my responsibilities and duties. How do you interpret that? Um, I, I just, I, I interpret it as like just tasks, whether it's for work or for life. As opposed to what? Yeah. Being a space head? I get, I, I, th I think it's like, oh, do we, do we like practice music right now at 11 o'clock or mm -hmm. should we just like watch some youtube and go to bed okay like we all have responsibilities and duties that aren't critical all right you know right That's what are you it. putting i put four because i feel like i try i'm good at it for the most part but sometimes i'll be like eh okay let's just like chill instead all right all right what do you think i think i'm putting three because okay. you know what it's like i'm i'm like the ideas person you're you're like, flowier yeah so I don't know. I guess I do think about my responsibilities a lot, but but I think you I think you're willing to jump around from thing to thing mm -hmm. as long as you know it's going to be helpful and useful. Right. Right? Yeah. You're like, well, this thing's more pressing, but this will also help us in the future, so I want to do this instead. Okay. On the next page, there's one that's interesting. It says I stand up for what I believe in even if it, even if it upsets other people which is kind of the same underlying like vibe as I'll tell people when I think they're wrong, but it's not because I won't tell people when I think they're wrong, but what I do online makes a lot of people upset and I still do it. So it's like, I, I think that distinction is interesting. Yeah. And right. And like, I'll put five for that, but again, it's like, well, I'm not going to post all of like, my political and social stances online because we want people to follow us and listen to our music. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you get involved in that, people just really, really fucking hate you. And I'm like, I maybe at some point, but like right now I'm like, I'm too afraid to even say like, wear your mask on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. I just did, but you know, mm -hmm. Everyone has a role to play in society and a duty to do their best. What does that mean? <laughs> what what are you what are you interpreting it as? I mean, I know what I'm answering, but I just wanted to mention it because it's one that hasn't been repeated really. Yeah. 
everyone has a role to play in society and a duty to do their best. Did you put one or five? I put five. I couldn't tell which side of this coin you would be on. Right. Here's the thing is that it, it is a matter of interpretation. I think that whatever people are doing is usually their best. <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess everyone's, yeah, everyone's always trying their hardest. Or even if they're n- not, I, 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 this is a really actually tricky one for me. Mm-hmm. I'm just not sure, like, I'm trying to find within myself if people, like, aren't trying their best, like, does it, does it matter to me? Like, what does it matter to me if... Right. I, yeah. So what you would put, um, one or two or neutral? I think I'm going to put three because I just, I'm truly unsure. I want to say five because I I want people to be happy. Yeah. But I'm never the person who will ride someone to tell them to make different choices. Do you know what I mean? Right. (laughs) I got the same results. So I guess it is fairly stable. Yeah. I'm almost done. The last question I wanted to mention was I have a great deal of willpower. Mm. (laughs) Well, I started reading a book about how to have stronger willpower and then i stopped reading it (laughs) i stopped reading it because i realized that i don't like reading books before i go to bed Mm -hmm. even though i want to be that kind of person yeah i'm truly not i'd rather listen to an audiobook at the at the gym Mm -hmm. anyway what do you think about this question i put three yeah i mean i just think about food with this and Mm -hmm. i eat a lot of cookies I'm like, I know this is not good for me. It's like food is a thing with me. Willpower with food. Yeah. Willpower with waking up early. Like, I'm not so good at it. Yeah. But it's it's not like I'm always doing self-destructive things. I'm like very in the middle, I feel. Right. I mean, like, if you had to catch a flight, you'd wake up early. Sometimes. <laughs> One time I, I slept through a flight in college. Like, it was for to go home for Thanksgiving. I slept through it. I woke up, I freaked out, I'm like running down Palm Drive, which is this long, long road lined with palm trees at Stanford. I'm like running, it's fucking pouring. Some strangers are like, hey, do you want to ride to the train station? I'm like, yes, thank you. Um, And then like I'm on the train there and then I get a text that it's been delayed due to weather. <laughs> and you caught the flight, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wow, really uh, fucking worked out for me. Thank you, universe. <laughs> I put four because I feel like I've really, really been trying to have more willpower. And I feel like I've been succeeding. And I also just basically think of food with this. Mm-hmm. Because that's like the only vice both of us really have. Yeah. Is snacking and eating a lot. All right. Are you done? Uh, I have like three. I have like three left. So the results that it's showing me, this is the free report, although you can pay for a more detailed one, is it has each of the nine types and it tells you what percentage uh, of a match it is for you. I see. Okay. So you roll down and it says your primary type is... Oh. What's yours? Four, which is what it was before. Which is what you thought. So I had a four and then five and nine were my next top so for me, I have a 98% match for four, an 80% match for nine, and a 75% match for five. Oh, but now I'm more three than five. You're more three than five. Okay. 
I'm an eight. It's because you're always fighting with people. <laughs> I'm not fighting with people. Okay. Okay. So that's the challenger, the powerful, dominating type. That doesn't sound like me at all. First of all, self-confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational. See, it does sound like you to me. Fuck. You think I'm powerful and dominating? That sounds a little <laughs> aggro and overly masculine to me. Well, I feel like you naturally assume leadership positions. I feel like dominating just has a negative connotation to me. I don't think it is me. a negative connotation okay. necessarily because, you know, some people like to be dominated for one. Uh, no, but like not everyone wants to be a leader. And, you know, it's like uh, we're watching a lot of Survivor, as you guys may know. And it's like no one wants to step up and be the leader. Yeah. Um, except for the person who does. Mm-hmm. Then they get voted off <laughs> because no one wants Sometimes. the leader. Yeah, that's true. All right, so let's read a little bit. So what are your other top matches? It looks like three, which is, it looks like three's in second place. What percentage? Where if do you, you scroll down a little bit? Down. Oh, there's more. Yeah. So what are your top ones? Okay, my top ones are, I'm a 99% match with eight. That's so funny. And you're like, no, I don't think that's me. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> and my second one is three, which is the one I thought I would be yeah. based on Rhett. All right. And then one is third place, the perfectionist. One. So I'm the challenger, I'm the achiever, and I'm the perfectionist. Just out of curiosity, so uh, my top one is four, and then... I only have a 48% match with your top one, which is eight. Okay. What, what match do you have with four? 77. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we have a fair bit of overlap, kind of. Um, my lowest match is nine, which is the peacemaker. Nines like to keep it a low profile and let the people around them set the agenda. So it's no shock that that's my least similar one. What about you? Yeah, that's my top. That's my second Oh, okay. So my least similar is eight. <laughs> see, people listening, you can see why Sarah and I are such a great couple, right? Because if our we... wings are like overlapping, but our main ones are not wings. Our our yeah, our second and yeah. I mean, if we were the same, we would either be fighting all the time for control, <laughs> or we'd be or nothing would ever get done. It's like the perfect balance of the yeah. two separate personality Yin and types. Yang. This is this is why when I when my parents got divorced when I was a child and my dad started dating the woman who is now my stepmom, mm-hmm. I was like, why do you like her? She's so different from you. Mm-hmm. She, you're not similar in any ways. And he was like, well, he just talked to me like a kid. Like, you're wrong. But you understand when you're older. <laughs> yeah, and I do understand now. I'm like, oh, yeah, I get it now. You balance each other out. Right. Just like us. Well, I would love to know what their respective oh my God, uh, me too. Enneagram types are. Wow, Maybe they know. I doubt it, but I could probably get them to do it. All right. I just want to, before we close out, I want to just read a little bit more about our top ones. Yeah. So uh, number four is the individualist. Fours want to be unique and to live life authentically. They're highly attuned to their emotional experience. Mm. Uh, for the record, I'm an INF. P? Do you remember your type? No. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's very consistent with that. Right. Enneagram type four. I'm going to try to read a little blurb about it. Okay. So this is from the actual Enneagram Institute website. Type four in brief. Oh, so Enneagram Institute kind of breaks down. Each type has a basic fear, a basic desire, and then... Wow. 
because um, the Enneagram system, it goes in a circle. So you could be more similar as a four to a three or a five. Mm. So last time it was a five for me. And this time it's a three. So basic fear for a type four is that we have no identity or personal significance. I understand that. I, I've always found it hard to relate to people who just like want to lead like a low profile kind of life. Like my sister is very like we're both introverts, but she's just happy to like be comfortable and do her own thing. Yeah. And like I it took me a long time to realize that that's fine. You know, not everyone needs to have your same like drive. Where are you reading from on this page? Because I'm looking at mine and I are want to. Enneagraminstitute.com. Yep. Slash type dash. Right. I meant where on the page. Right there. Okay, you Where are. you are. So should we talk about our basic fears, desires, and key motivations? Yeah. So I just said mine. Right. So what's yours, your basic fear? My basic fear is of being harmed or controlled by others. Yeah. Which totally, that <laughs> totally just, that fits me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, let's see. Fours are self-aware, sensitive, and reserved, emotionally honest, creative, and personal but can also be moody and self-conscious, gee. Um, (laughs) They withhold themselves from others due to feeling vulnerable and defective. They can also feel disdainful and exempt from ordinary ways of living. They typically have problems with melancholy, self-indulgence, and self-pity. Hey! (laughs) And then at their best, they are inspired and highly creative, able to renew themselves and transform their experiences. What is your basic desire? To find themselves and their significance or to create an identity. That is totally, totally you. Which is funny because I talk about that all the time and about like borderline personality disorder just being like the absence of an identity, just like really unstable sense of self. And uh, that's interesting. That's right on the money. Read your little blurb for type eights. Eights are self-confident, strong, and assertive. Protective, resourceful, straight-talking, and decisive, but can also be egocentric and domineering. Sorry. Eights feel that they must control their environment, especially people, sometimes becoming confrontational and intimidating. Eights typically have problems with their tempers. Oh, <laughs> fuck. That's absolutely true. Not, not so much anymore, but definitely when I was younger. Eights typically have problems with their tempers and with allowing themselves to be vulnerable. Hmm. At their best, they're self-mastering. They use their strength to improve others' lives, becoming heroic, magnanimous, and inspiring. I, okay, so this is why it says eights typically have problems with their tempers and with allowing themselves to be vulnerable, because I definitely don't have a problem allowing myself to be vulnerable, and it's like a point of pride for me, Mm. is that like I'm not afraid to be like, hey, I'm sad or upset or I'm anxious. Right. Which I think is... But will you explain why all the time? Mm, yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's hard for me. Right. My, bas- my basic desire is to protect myself to be in control of my own life and destiny. Okay. I, I'm with it. Okay. I'm hip to the jive. <laughs> what are your key motivations? Key motivations? It's right underneath the basic fear, basic desire. Um wants to express themselves in their individuality to create and surround themselves with beauty ah taurus taurus sun to maintain certain moods and feelings to withdraw to protect their self-image to take care of emotional needs before attending to anything else which is why i completely shut down if i'm depressed Mm -hmm. to attract a rescuer hmm interesting well um 
Mine is wants to be self-reliant, to prove their strength and resist weakness, to be important in their world, to dominate the environment, to stay control of their situation. This is all reading a little negative to me, but that might just Maybe be my it's interpretation. Maybe you're self-deprecating. Maybe. Can we can we go through some some uh, key example people? Right. Who are in your type? I just want to say, like, it's so funny. Do you say pink? Pink. Oh my god. Sarah hates pink. I don't hate pink. You hate pink's music. I hate the music she makes these days. Okay. Okay. But I, I I wanted to say it's funny that it says here that one of my key motivations is to attract a quote unquote rescuer, and one of yours is to feel significant and like needed. So it's like totally, they're totally in line. (laughs) We belong together. (laughs) Well, my examples are all leaders. Like, they're all leaders. Hey, girl. FDR, Winston Churchill, Oscar Schindler, who was not a leader, but you guys know who he is. Yeah. Fidel Castro, MLK, Lyndon B. Johnson, Mech... How do you say his name? Gorbachev? Mikhail. Mikhail. Mikhail Gorbachev, sorry. Uh, Saddam Hussein, John McCain, Donald Trump. Dictators. I mean... (laughs) FDR and Winston Winston Churchill are still in there. Okay. Just because Fidel Castro and Donald Trump are in there. Sure. Um, all of mine are artists. <laughs> wow. Rumi, Chopin, Tchaikovsky, um, Edgar Allan Poe, Virginia Woolf. Huh. Uh, ooh. Uh, Joni Mitchell, Bob Dylan. Wow. Leonard Cohen. Stevie Nicks. Amazing. Florence and the Machine, Amy Winehouse. Love it. We love it. Ooh, Nick Cage. I have a lot of political leaders and actors. Yeah. Lots of actors. But I do have like Jack Black is in there. Frank Sinatra is in there. All right. James Brown, Aretha Franklin. Yeah. A lot of actors and politicians. They're like um, pioneers. Mm -hmm. Can we really quickly go through our second most? Sure. So mine is nine. Do you know what yours is? Mine was three. And again, three is the one I was expecting. Yes. All right. Type nine is the peacemaker. I think... I think the secondary ones, also sorry for this being a long episode. Hopefully you're enjoying it, it, but I'm totally fine with it. I think talking about the second one uh, is really helpful in understanding this. Yeah. Because I just briefly read this just now and I'm like, oh, this is also part of me. Right. I'm not just like, you need to control the environment. (laughs) Okay. Also, maybe what we can do is drop a little blurb at the beginning of the podcast and say, most of this is us taking the test. If you want to skip to our like breakdown of the our right. responses, go to this timestamp. Gotcha. So maybe we'll do that. Um, so what's yours? Three. Three. What is that called? Ooh, that is the achiever. All right, let's hear it. Basic fear of being worthless. Basic desire to feel valuable and worthwhile. Um, wait. So what is the wing? What it's, is it's th- um the side. Like, um, if it's in a circle, like, are you a three tending towards two or are you a three tending up towards four? I see. So I was an eight. Uh, okay, I'll figure that out at a different time. But basically, threes are self-assured, attractive, and charming. <laughs> Ambitious, competent, and energetic. They can also be status conscious and highly driven for advancement. They're diplomatic and poised, but can also be overly concerned with their image and what others think of them. Okay, this perfectly explains, like, right. this plus which, the eight. Which is why sense. you're like, this sounds like it's bad. Right, because right. I'm obsessed with how it seems to me, which yeah. is the three. Okay, so I think I am. I think this is absolutely correct. <laughs> okay. And yours? So, uh, so mine's nine, which is the peacemaker. 
We're accepting, trusting, and stable, creative, optimistic, and supportive, but can sometimes be too willing to go along with others to keep the peace. They want everything to go smoothly and be without conflict, but can sometimes be complacent, and they might minimize upsetting things. Uh, typically have problems with inertia and stubbornness. I The three typically has problems with workaholism and mm. competitiveness. Yeah. And I, yeah, I definitely get obsessed with like working on a song. I didn't have a workaholic problem at the job I didn't care about, <laughs> but and competitiveness. I am kind of competitive in certain things. Right. So my basic fear here is of loss and separation. Mm -hmm. um, what is yours again? Of being worthless. Of being worthless. Okay. Um, and then basic desire is to have inner stability or peace of mind. That's you. Um, key motivation is to create harmony in my environment to avoid conflict and tension. Yep. Um, which is so weird because I said on all of my responses that I don't avoid things that I don't, I don't avoid uncomfortable situ uncomfortable situations, I guess. But every time I avoid upsetting someone else, I guess I am avoiding an uncomfortable situation, right? Yeah interesting they caught me <laughs> my key motivations want to be affirmed to distinguish themselves from others to have attention to be admired and to impress others so i was correct in thinking this would be my number one mm -hmm. but i was 85 percent right it's so interesting like the quality of um example characters is so different so all yeah. of the other ones were like musicians and artists and this is like queen elizabeth prince grace um Abraham Lincoln, Eisenhower, Ford, Reagan, George W. Bush, Some more Kennedy, leaders. Colin Powell. It's so weird. And then a couple of actors down there. And I have much, I have many less politicians in mine and right. a lot more artists. Mm. Sting, Whitney Houston, Bon Jovi, Lady Gaga, Taylor Swift, Bieber, uh, a lot of athletes too, Paul McCartney, Madonna, Elvis. Right. Okay, so we kind of switched there. That's so funny. I love that. Yeah. And then the last thing I wanted to look up was just out of curiosity, who are the people who, oh, so my lowest was eight and like those are the people that you listed before. I'm like, yes, okay, mm -hmm. I don't want to be in a extreme leadership position. Right. Um, and my lowest is nine. Which is the ones I just listed. The Peacemaker. Yeah. So Ringo Starr, Tony Bennett. Who huh. is your birthday? <laughs> right. Roger Hepburn, Jeff Bridges. Morgan How interesting. Freeman. That's so funny. Yeah. Wow. Toby Maguire. Yeah, these are all actors. There's no singers, right? That's crazy. That I can see. Uh, Zoe Deschanel. Very, very accurate, wow. I'd say. That's interesting. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for sitting, uh, sitting, sitting with us it. while we did that. Right. Um, I'm super curious. Every time I post about like uh, my myers-briggs personality type like in a story i get so many people responding like oh my god I ha i'm that type too and my type i think is like it's not the rarest i think the rarest is like infj or something mm. but it's like mine is fairly rare i believe and everyone's like oh that's me that's me that's me and i'm like it's funny that i would attract so many people of my type right so i don't know drop us um an email or a dm let, let us, us know what you are Especially if you're one of our types. Yeah, you? eights, where you at? Or if you're, I mean, you're, if you know what your type is and your partner, 
like oh, what yeah. their type is and, and how if it... you see that like because i definitely see how we balance out i need my parents and all my sisters and their <laughs> husbands and boyfriends to yeah. take these right and then lastly leave us um an email or or communicate with us in some way let us know if there's any other tests like this that you think we should take in a future episode it's a lot of fun i would love to at some point when coronavirus is gone or not gone because i guess it will never be gone but managed for us to go in and see an astrologer and have her like read our like oh my god sinistry chart that would be great because it would just be funny and interesting yeah yeah so yeah thanks for listening anything else um i don't think so i really have to pee Right. Okay. So you can follow us on Instagram. I'm at the Sarah Sullivan. Eric is at the Eric Ames. We are both at at Cute Threat. <laughs> Together. <laughs> I'm we like, are what at is life? Threat. No, Cute Threat. Um, you can listen to our music on all major streaming platforms for the most part. I think definitely uh, Cute Threat. And um, yeah, I hope you're doing well. Thanks for listening. We'll, Have a great we'll day. See you soon. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>